I'd like to welcome you to the Jed Hughes Podcast. Each episode will feature a unique leader and will delve into the qualities that inspire greatness, galvanize organizations, and teach the next generation of aspiring leaders. Jed ran the process that resulted in the hiring of Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh, Andy Reid, Masai Uzuri. Now, according to Forbes, Jed is the most connected man in sports. Our guest visited with us a year ago. Robert Hainsey was the two-year captain at Notre Dame and was the third-round draft pick of the Tampa Bay Bucks. We explore with him what it's like to be in the locker room with Tom Brady and the changes that have happened at Notre Dame with Coach Kelly going to LSU. Listen to the insights from Robert Hainsey. Welcome, friends. So we have a guest back uh, from a year ago, uh, a little bit different situation now. He's joined the Super Bowl champion Bucks and plays with a legendary quarterback by the name of Tom Brady. So, Rob, you've been in the organization now for several months, I guess, since uh, the draft. And um, you've had an opportunity to to dive into professional football. What's the biggest difference between professional football and playing at the level you did as a two-year captain at Notre Dame? I think for me, the biggest difference is uh, just specific to me. Like I played tackle all the college. I'm playing center here now. So that's, that transition is, has been a, a growing thing for me. So just working on that has been, been a challenge, but also pretty rewarding because I can see myself improving and have a lot of good, good players and good coaches around me to help. But it's nice, you know, being with this organization, uh, Coach Bruce Arians, I think they just do a great job of letting the players, you know, run things the way it's supposed to be run. Obviously, like you mentioned, Tom Brady, and we have some really great leaders all across the board, so they know how things are supposed to run. So being able to follow those guys, you know, the coaches kind of let leave it to their hands, which I think is is invaluable for a football team. So what's Tom Brady like? What's he like uh, inside the locker room? Great guy. I mean – Obviously, just getting to know him, um, but he was always always helps me. Doesn't have to take the time to help me on the side when we're when we're not doing anything during practice, but he will, and we'll go through snaps and cadences. Will give me different things to do, you know. Like he doesn't have to take the time to do that stuff, but he care he cares about everyone in that locker room. So to see a guy like that willing to help me is means it means a ton to me. How's he made a difference in the team in terms of you've been around different leaders? Do they all, whether it's offense, defense, they all, do they all gravitate toward him? No, definitely. I mean, he when he speaks, everyone's listening. He, you know that he knows what it takes to get it done. Just little things he'll do, whether it'll be extra meetings that we'll do is just players uh, to go over certain things. You know, those come, come and go throughout the week just to keep us up and make sure we're doing everything right because he knows how much the details matter and make sure we all know that too. And so he's pretty open about that. Yeah, absolutely. So now on, on the other front, your alma mater's had some changes. Oh, yeah. Were you surprised that Coach Kelly left? Very surprised. I mean, I, I always heard there was always like rumors, rumors would float around, but I was, I never thought he would leave. I, I was pretty surprised by that. And when he did, you know, I called some of my buddies and we're like, we're like, what's going on? So pretty, pretty shocking news. But, you know, things have calmed down over the last few days. And I think, you know, they just hired Marcus Freeman 
the defensive coordinator to be the head coach. And I think all the players, that's who they wanted. And it gives them a really a great guy. For, I haven't met him, but from what, everything I've heard, a great guy to rally around, keeping a lot of guys on staff like Tommy Reese um, that everyone knows and loves and, and wants to go out there and play for. And I think that that means a lot. So he's a new coach. He came from Cincinnati. Uh, he's yeah. replaced your defensive coordinator and came in. He's an African-American. So yeah. that's you know just in our environment of being able to bring in an African-American, especially at a place like Notre Dame. And that sends volumes to diversity and inclusion. From everything I've heard, he's an absolute stand-up guy. I know all the players are super excited. I know the coaches who are staying are really happy. And I think... I think the fans and like the pulse around Notre Dame fan base is that this is a good, this is a great hire and that he's going to do very well from what, from what I've heard. I think everyone's excited to see what happens with the playoff picture or whatever happens. Notre Dame's going to end up in a good bowl game and they'll get a chance to go, go play for him. So coach Kelly of all the universities, he ends up at LSU. Yeah. What kind of shock will that be for him? I was talking to some guys about that. I don't know. I think it's different. You know, every school is different in its own way. But having only been to Notre Dame, I know the type of – I know the culture Notre Dame has. It's a smaller school. There's 8,000 students. Everything is very tight-knit. The type of people that go to Notre Dame, uh, honestly, are just – I believe we're held to a higher standard academically and, and so on. Just getting into the school is a little bit harder. Staying in the school is harder. I've seen guys come and go that couldn't do it. So those things, those things differ, and I think he'll he'll most benefit from having a great staff around him of guys who coached in the SEC a long time or or know that know what it's like. I think that'll be his biggest helper. How about his adaptability? I mean, he's going to, like you said, he's going to be going into a new environment, the Cajun environment. It's yeah. not like what he's used to. And w- what is interesting is that you know Nick Saban went from Michigan State to LSU and wasn't a Southerner. And right. Les Miles, a former Michigan player, uh, went to uh, LSU from Oklahoma State. Yeah. So uh, the question is, how adaptable do you think he he needs to be to be successful in that environment? I think he needs, he'll need to be very adaptable to his to his staff and his players because you know that'll be new for him. But I don't think he would have taken the I don't think he would have taken the job without already knowing that. So I believe I'm sure he has a good mindset in place for that. And like I said, I just think the biggest thing will be getting uh, getting a staff of guys who are who are best equipped to help them with that. As you see your season playing out, I mean, um, it's longer in the NFL than it was in college. How does that wear on your body? How, how have you had to manage it differently? Well, just now, like this week is kind of coming up on where I would usually, we'd be usually off. we usually end the regular season. So the biggest thing, and, you know, all the older guys tell me this is just, you know, you know, don't wear yourself out. We got six or seven more weeks of this. But it's just finding a balance of being able to continue to do the things I need to do to get better and uh, not wear myself out. So I try to do everything I can um, during practice and then a little bit extra here and there with uh, some of the coaches just to like watch and film and those kinds of things and on my own just to keep keep sharp and make sure I'm still learning and I haven't really felt I haven't really felt too burnt. I haven't felt too burnt out yet. So I think I'm in a good spot and have a good routine going of what I need to do to keep getting better, but also stay in a good spot uh, physically, mentally. So in terms of being able to prepare for something you haven't been in before, you know, the National Football League playoffs, how, how does the locker room handle that from a, a pressure perspective in terms of being 
the defending champion and looking at one game at a time. Yeah, I kind of mentioned before, like, what great player leadership we have. So, you know, coaches don't have to say a whole lot, whether it's a halftime of the game, before a game. It's it's just a more of a kind of speech where it's you, we know what we are, we know what we've done, we're prepared for this, and you guys know exactly what it takes to go get done what we have to done. So we have to go out, execute on all the details to the best of our ability, and we'll, and we'll be fine. It's just really always about – not beating ourselves, I think, because of the players we have and the talent we have and how well we prepare as long as we go out there with an intentionality to do what we do best, we always have a good shot. What's the biggest challenge uh, that you didn't expect? The biggest change, biggest adjustment you've had to make, other than not being a starter? Yeah, that's definitely the biggest one. But um, because in that regard, like it's different, you know, on the sideline during a game, you're not in, but you got to be ready the whole time. You never know just waiting and sometimes you get in a little bit sometimes something happens but sometimes you go through the whole game and then that anxiety kind of presses a little bit and you're like okay I'm good but I'd say um for me it's just con- continuing to work on the things that that I need to do do best and like I talked about switching positions and that's always going to be a big adjustment no matter what so learning the nuances of the center position from guys like Ryan Jensen and AQ, AQ Shipley have been extremely helpful to me in continuing to grow as a player and as a, as a person. So those, those are one of the biggest adjustments for me. How much does the center do in terms of calling out protections or is that the quarterback that isn't involved in that? The center does a good bit in our offense. I don't know where, how it is everywhere else for us, you know, we'll get a protection call and then the center has to go out. We have to, you know, point where we're going, make sure everyone's on the same page. So as long as, we get our point right, pointing out the, the Mike linebacker. It's usually pretty good. But, you know, defenses move, things happen, and the quarterback can o- always overrule anything with whatever he sees because obviously he's seeing everything more, especially with 12 back there. So you're able to – like we're able to play freely, I think, and after we make our calls, we're, we're on the same page. Appreciate you taking time to come on, and uh, good luck as you continue to your – your, your quest to repeat as Super Bowl champions. And I uh, appreciate you taking the time after practice to hustle in and, 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 and visit with us. So thank you. Absolutely, Jay. Always good to talk to you. Ours as well. Good luck.